The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now, some farmers have been picketing first the Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party meeting in Tipperary this week. Today, Fine Gael's complaining about the government's acquiescence to a European Commission decision to reduce the amount of nitrates that can be deployed on farmland. We're joined by the Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnellogue, who was in front of the Oireachtas Agriculture Committee this morning to discuss this contentious issue of the nitrates derogation. Minister, thank you very much for joining us. If I could start by asking you, what's your view about the harm caused by nitrates to water around the country? Well, we have to be very careful in relation to how we manage nitrates because while it is a very effective fertiliser and really important for all um, types of agriculture and in all countries, which there has to be very careful monitoring and practices in place to make sure that it doesn't impact on water quality. And the challenge for us has been, Matt, that over the last number of years, our water quality has been static at best and indeed in some cases it has disimproved. So we've work to do and farmers are working very hard in relation to taking steps that uh, can see water quality improving. But that has made the, ch- the challenge of getting a derogation from the norms that other member states have to follow because in other member states the maximum stock or the maximum application rate of organic nitrogen to soil is, is 170 kilo per hectare. We have up until now had a derogation to be able to apply it at a rate of 250. But that's a derogation from the norm. We're one of only three countries that have that derogation. So obviously maintaining that derogation of the 250 was a real challenge and unfortunately wasn't possible for the whole country in the context of not having achieved the water quality thresholds which uh, we've been striving for. So should the farmers consider themselves lucky that you have a new 220 limit rather than the 170 imposed across most of the European Union? Yeah, well, the reality is that as part of the renegotiation of the derogation um, at the start of at the end of 2021, start of 2022, because it has to be renegotiated every four years. Um, as part of that renegotiation, the Commission actually wants to drop the 220, which is now obliged on us as part of the, our midterm review. They wanted that to be lower. So we negotiated hard to maintain it at the 220. And I think the key objective for us all now working together, and I am working very closely with farmers, and farmers are doing a massive amount of work in this regard. The key objective for us is to ensure that we are improving water quality over the next two years. So when it comes to the renegotiation of our derogation again at the end of 2025, that we have good water quality data and uh, achievements behind this and that is the best way and the the way that we will ensure we keep that 220 because there's good reasons why we have a nitrogen nitrates derogation uh, in Ireland um, and they're allowed to apply more in soil. We do have a, a good climate, a temperate climate, we have a grass-based production system and we have good, really good growing seasons and good shoulder growing seasons as well which, which means we have the potential to uh, have uptake, stronger uptake of nitrogen in the soil than other member states that would have. But we do have to be meeting the ambitions, um, ambition of the nitrates directive in terms of water quality improving in order to convince other member states to continue to give us that derogation. So it's really important we continue to work together. But the farmers are arguing that the impact of this is is that for many of them, they will have to reduce the size of their herds, (coughs) that those who have three cows at the moment might have to reduce to two and do so proportionately because of the amount of nitrates they have to spread as fertiliser. So what are you going to do for those people? Are you going to compensate them? There's no doubt there's a challenge for those who are currently farming at above the 220 um, kilos per hectare, which we now have to move to. 
Um, we have about 130,000 family farms in the country, Matt. Of that 130,000 farms, there's 7,000 farmers um, availing of the derogation, meaning that they can farm at a rate of higher than 170. Um, of that 7,000, there's just over 3,000 who are farming between 220 and 250, and therefore are impacted now by having to reduce down to 220. So I'll be working with um, uh, all farm organisations and their representatives, as well as our key stakeholders and advisory services, to ensure that we can work with those farmers uh, to provide the advice on how best they can manage that. But it is a real challenge, and it is a real impact. There's no two ways about that, and that's why I fought hard to make, to make sure we would get the, the derogation renewed um, and to make sure that we would get it back up to the 220, higher than what was on the table. But, and it's also okay, should we be proud? Should we, we be proud? Keep it into the future. Should we be proud of a 220 derogation if what's been done in Europe is far lower? Because we've one listener who comments, absolutely ridiculous argument over nitrates. Regenerative agriculture is shown and proven that you can farm using deep compost methods to grow more stock at reduced costs. Should we be getting away from this dependence on artificial uh, fertiliser? Uh, we, we should be, uh, and we are. Um, and of course, what we're talking about in terms of the derogation here is organic fertiliser, as in slurry, not artificial fertiliser. We, we are very significantly getting away from our dependence on artificial fertiliser. For example, last year, we saw artificial fertiliser, uh, chemical fertiliser, reduced by 14%. So far, on top of that, this year, we've seen it very reduced by almost 17%. And I put in place many schemes to assist farmers in relation to reducing their chemical fertiliser, such as a multi-species sward scheme, for example, to, uh, increase, to, to improve the type of grasses we use, which will naturally fix uh, nutrients into the soil, also a liming scheme and also a soil sampling scheme. And farmers have shown great uptake of that and are doing much in their own, uh, in their own farms uh, as well of their own volition. But, so, but sorry, we Minister, are they all... Are they all doing that? Because for all the good work you hear about responsible farmers doing because they are environmentally conscious, we also hear of farmers spreading excessive amounts of slurry and allowing the nitrates to get into their water, which is why we've had such disappointing results in a lot of the uh, assessment of the quality of our water supply. Is enough being done to punish those farmers who quite simply don't give a damn about the environment? Yeah, and, and you're, you're right, and we, we will be taking a zero tolerance approach in relation to this and doubling down on the enforcement because while so, so many farmers are doing a massive amount, if one or two don't comply with the rules, um, and do damage, they can undo much of the good work that others are doing. And I will, and I've reiterated this across the board, that there will be a zero-tolerance approach taken in relation to that. And indeed, alongside that, there's many supports being put in place as well in terms of on-farm investment and in relation to storage facilities, etc. But we do need everyone pulling their weight because farmers across this country, the vast, vast, vast majority are really very conscious um, of what they're doing. And that is seeing, in many cases, really good outcomes as well. But everyone has to pull their weight in that regard. But there's much, I've outlined there, the progress that's been made, how we're reducing our chemical fertilizer, how there's better usage as well as to how we use our organic slurry for um, manure, and also why at a European level, because of the fact that we're a very green country, um, able to grow grass better than any other country, uh, and able to use those nutrients and that extra nitrogen, there's a good reason why we the derogation. But central to that, and central not just for farmers, but core for all of society, is that we have really good water quality and we're improving water quality, and that's the key objective here. And that's what will, will also will lead to us being able to have that extra flexibility in terms of uh, a derogation, uh, basically having good water quality and, making it, and achieving that. 
Minister Charlie McConnell, there are listeners who are alleging that you're dancing to a Green Party agenda. If the Green Party was not part of your government, would you be approaching this differently and would you be looking for a higher level of nitrates being allowed on Irish farms? We're one of only three countries at the moment of all 27 EU member states that have a derogation um, to be able to, start, to, to spread more than 170 kilo on a hectare. And ours is the highest and most flexible at the moment at 250. Um, by the time we come to renegotiate that derogation, Matt, in 18 months' time, we'll be one of only two countries because we'll just be ourselves in Denmark. So that's the situation we're in. I'm fighting hard and fought hard. Sorry, to the sure. question I asked you, though, was would you be doing it differently if you didn't have the Green no, Party there's, 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 as your no. partners in government? No, there, 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 no, no, it's, it's not, not relevant to, to this point at all. Um, the key objective here, no matter what colour of party you are, is that we have to be improving our water quality. And that's something that's expected of all member states and it's expected of us as well. And in order to get other member states to allow us to have more flexibility than what they've to have to comply with, then we need to be improving water quality. And farmers are doing that work. Um, we need to redouble and continue with that. And I'm confident that we will see improvements in water quality because of the many additional steps farmers are now taking and implementing. And that when it comes to the renegotiation of the derogation in 18 months' time, we'll be able to resecure. But that takes us all working together uh, to, address, to take on this shared challenge. Within the next 18 months, though, we're possibly likely to have a general election. How fearful are Fianna Fáil that it will suffer the loss of votes in rural constituencies because of this perception that it is now dancing to a Green Party agenda? Uh, not fearful at all, Matt, because the reality is that this government has delivered more for farm families and rural Ireland than any government ever has before. So, for example, this is the new and the first year of our new common agricultural policy and I've been rolling out new schemes for farmers um, across many areas over the last over the course of this year. Um, I, working with government colleagues, have delivered a 50% increase in the government funding of that cap, uh, meaning that the schemes that are in place now for farmers, for example, for the suckler sector, uh, increased now to €200 between the two schemes that have been placed per cow. The acre scheme between five and a half, five and a half thousand euro average for farmers across the country, of which we've had a record intake as well of 46,000 farmers. And that's just a reflection of the many schemes I've introduced this year uh, on the back of a 50% increase in funding, which is the largest that's ever been delivered for farm families. So, uh, and then if you look across rural Ireland in general in relation to the investment in our towns and villages. Um, through the Urban Regeneration Fund and the Rural Regeneration Fund, massive investment going into towns and villages in rural Ireland as well. So the reality is this government is is prioritising rural Ireland and working massively hard to do that, and particularly backing farm families. And on the back of that, uh, Matt, I will go forward towards the next election with confidence that we have a very strong record. We will have a very strong record to put to the public and indeed to seek to continue with that work. Thank you very much, Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnell, Ogafina Falls. Do you believe, do you agree with his contention that the government is backing rural families as much as it could and should? 087-4100-102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. Do you agree with him when he says that they would be doing this anyway, whether or not the Greens are in government with them? Uh, here's a text from a listener to, who says, the impact of public wastewater treatments is rarely examined in the water quality debate. 
While farms are responsible for some of the water quality issues, there is the fact there are also discharges from wastewater facilities taking place into waterways every day around the country. That is something we have highlighted on a number of occasions here on, in, the, in the past on this programme. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.